Everybody's great when they're not tired. The champions is when they're tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you go piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog see. Whoa, yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of the Aussie Fantasy Football Podcast. Joined by usual suspects, guest ultra hard. How are you today, mate? I thought you were just going to go guest uh, uh, and leave it there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's always good to stand for something. Yeah. Good to have you back, mate. Yep, been a little thanks, been a little bit. Where were you here last week, weren't you? This time I last week? can't remember. Yeah, it's all, bloody, it's yeah. all a blur. <laughs> Probably 69, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Chris. Great to be here. Ready for another week of fantasy football? Am I ready? Well, hopefully. Yeah. You bloody hope so. You bloody hope so. Week 11. Coming up. Week 11? Yeah. Why have we got week yeah, 10 in the show, Doc? Classic us. Classic yeah. professional podcasting there. Yep. Do you ever feel like sometimes you get the matchups we, we divvy up um, that you're like, oh, how come none of my players are in any of these ones? I'm not helping myself out. <laughs> yeah, no. You're really you're making me talk about completely random people I don't care about. Uh, but uh, it's probably try, a good thing. I try and split it up so like... I start the order and change it around, but I, there's no real method to my madness. It's like, oh, keep the people away from their home teams a bit more. But I mean, I guess for Seymour's, when when you get uh, Atlanta, New York Jets, New England, Indianapolis, there's, there's not a lot to talk about, is there? Yeah, not giving me too many bigger. The, make... I've, got, I've got one of the big over-unders, but that's it. Yeah, be fair, <laughs> Tom normally gets lucky and snatches all the, the juicy matchups, so... Yeah, Tom, uh, missing two two games in a row here, so we probably should have put him on the IR, but um, he's designated to return probably on Monday, maybe next week sometime, so it'd uh, be good to have no, him back. Tom's out, uh, coach's decision. Yeah, don't get any don't get any words. We're not, we haven't dropped him like Eno Benjamin um, this week. <laughs> he's out hunting cows or something again. Yeah. Who knows? He, but... He's a cow hunter, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, follow us on those uh, social media platforms for those that would love to get amongst it. That's at Oz Fantasy NFL on Twitter. Jump into the Discord, of course. We keep mentioning this Discord. Had another member come in this week, which is good to see. Um, reviews, we love a five-star review. We actually got one this week, boys. You see this? I did yeah. see it. Yep. Beautiful review here. So I'm going to read it out. Five-star review from uh, DUnit13DL. Uh, title, great pod, great addition to the fantasy community. Five-star which is beautiful stuff to see. Uh, he says, this pod is a lot of fun. Guys come across as three friends, but there's four of us, uh, who enjoy football and playing fantasy together. They aren't perfect, and that adds to the real feel of it. I'll, I'll take it. Even with that, they give great information and good advice. Definitely worth the listen. Um, and I agree with everything he just said there, so five stars <laughs> for that review. <laughs> oh, it's nice to know that you, you think I'm, I'm a friend. <laughs> Well, who, which, which one of the four of us isn't a friend? Is it? Yeah, who's the colleague? <laughs> the cow hunter. It's that guy. It's that uh, guy. Am I, I pointing know. off the screen? Or? Well, he probably, he probably, <laughs> maybe he thinks that, maybe, you know, new listener doesn't realise like the, the running guest gag and it thinks we have a guest on every week. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're the colleague. What well on guest? Ultra hard. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. Back again. Week 11. Ripping into some. Action. Teams on by this week. Four teams. It's beautiful stuff. It's uh, some big names in there too. The Jags, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Bucks. So we're in for some uh, some hard decisions for start-sits this week. So we'll do our best to help you as much as we can. I think we're doing pretty well with these start-sit decisions. So 
Move all the wide receivers up this week because those four teams, you got Hill, Waddle, Metcalf, Lockett, Godwin, Evans, Evans, Godwin, Christian Kirk, even like your old reliable Zay Jones that you can pick up off the waiver wire, isn't there? It's it's a tough week on on the wide receiver front there. Very, very, very tough. So, yeah, we're going to break it all down. We'll see how we go. Uh, and we'll go from there. But uh, Poyta, is it you first? No, it's me. No. It's you first. Lewis. Yep. Go. I got uh, tomorrow's game, the uh, Green Bay Packers at home versus the Titans. Uh, surprisingly, I think Green Bay are three and a half point favorites. The Titans have actually looked not that great, but are winning games. They're doing what it takes to win games. So I was surprised to see Green Bay fairly firm favorites in this one, uh, but it is at Lambeau, I guess. Giants are a good team, uh, much like the Giants. They, they keep all the games close. And I think in that situation with a strong rush attack versus a weak rush defense, I could see the Titans winning this game. But I think um, I think a lot of the, the betting market will be riding the high of the uh, Packers last week. So um, that's maybe why the, the line's sitting in that direction. Uh, generally feels like another Thursday night football snooze fest to me, though. Titans have the second slowest pace of play, making them pretty unappealing, even with... Uh, good skill players, which they don't have. And uh, 148 passing yards per game on average this season, which is, yeah, pretty dreadful. So you guessed it. Tannehill and all the receivers for me are just out. Don't chase uh, Westbrook kicking his week last week. That was, um, I think, just more touchdown luck. And I can't see that really happening again. Austin Hooper's Willy Woney. Um, yeah, so really you just got Henry getting a million touches a game, so stick him in, and he's he's the entire team at the moment. Yeah, stick him in. Um, and the Packers aren't fantastic against the rush either, so I think it's a pretty good play. On the Packers' side, there's a, a lot more interesting players. We've got Aaron Jones, who's become the clear best option on the team. He's been a top 12 back three of the last four weeks, and only the game he left hurt where he missed finishing in the top 12. He's had 20-plus carries, the last two full games, and Dylan hasn't hit double digits in half BFER since week one. So he is pretty much unstartable at the moment for me. Uh, I would be doing anything to avoid having him in your uh, lineup. Christian Watson obviously exploded last week. It's the talk of the town. Um, and I think he's kind of just what you need against the Titans team that probably allow a couple of big plays, and that, that's what he's looking for every week. So... I think he's going to be one of those types of wide receivers where he's going to get more and more involved, um, but really it only takes one play for him to to make his week. So I think at this point he's probably going to be a start pretty much every week unless he really just does nothing this week to, to change everyone's mind. And I think uh, it hurts Lazard's upside a little bit, but I still do think that he's, he's not a bad play. Um, Tonyan really spiked a couple of weeks ago and he's just been completely inconsistent. He's one of those touchdown or nothing tight ends. So do with that whatever you will. Hope hope that you got a good tight end and you can play him there and, and that's this matchup for me. It's going to be a pretty grindy game, I reckon, this one. Mm. Um, Titans, I don't know, they just seem to be able to suck the fun out of it. I don't know. It's just a bit interesting. But Yeah, they're not quite the Broncos, but um, mm. I think the Packers will be looking to run a lot as well. That's what they've been doing. Uh, Rogers' pass attempts were way down last week, and they really are just giving the ball to Aaron Jones a lot in mm. the uh, the rushing game. Which is probably what they need to do, to be honest. But, mm. uh, yeah, let's see. I don't know who I'm, I'm going to pick to win this one, actually. Um, no, I think it's a... Right on the fence, I'm... I reckon. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right, Chicago at Atlanta. Here we go. This is the one we're all been waiting for. <laughs> uh, it's in a dome. Pete, you must like that in terms of weather for you. Back to the weather checks. Uh, in a dome. Falcons home point. Home favourites, three points, 49 point over under. So right up there, pretty close to it. It's at 50 at one stage. Uh, it's come down a tiny little bit, but uh, see how we go. So Fields, obviously, he's been the kind of fantasy superstar over the last... A uh, couple of weeks, scoring 40 points, 50 points, whatever it was, absolutely absurd. And this is against Atlanta, who does like to give up the runs. So, uh, loves to give the runs. Um, so, yeah, look out for that. <laughs> I think he's going to be an absolute gun. Um, so, yeah, look out for He was almost our uh, mention later in the in the episode. We'll get to that with our draft style stuff a little bit later on. Um, but, yeah, Fields is an absolute smash play now. Good thing, good news for uh, David Montgomery is that Khalil Herbert went uh, onto IR with his injury. It was a hip, I think, wasn't it? Um, hip injury, yeah, hip, hip. Mm, something like hip, that. His hips are starting to lie, so that's a bit of a problem. Uh, Shakira wouldn't be a big fan of old Khalil Herbert at the moment. But, uh, yeah, so Montgomery, he's, he's a good play here against Atlanta. Um, obviously, they're giving up points, as I said before, uh, to the running backs, so definitely put him in your lineup. Uh, if you're in a deeper league and you're a little bit uh, shallow at running back, pick up Tristan Ebner just in case. Um, who knows what's going to happen in uh, Montgomery's, you know, getting a bit on. So might uh, has a bit of tread on the tyres. It's starting to wear out. So, um, you know, he could get injured. Ebner would be the pickup there. Uh, I think he could do worse than uh, Darnell Mooney this week against Atlanta. Uh, if Fields is starting to move this ball a little bit better like he is, then Mooney's potentially going to be a beneficiary here. Uh, Cole Komet was a, he did not practice on Wednesday with his knee knock. I'm thinking it looked like a cork. It looked like a cork to me as well. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it really did look like a cork. So um, let's see what happens with him. But if he's not there, Mooney's pretty much the only kind of consistent dude. So see uh, see what happens there. But uh, I'm a big fan of, of Mooney this week. Uh, Komet, I suppose if he's re- if he's good to go, you've kind of got to play him off the last couple of weeks. He's just, you know, popping up and scoring touchdowns. So um, at the side... I mean, Patterson's going to get some work here. Algier actually had 48% of the snaps compared to Patterson's 38% last week. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it is It is surprising. But Patterson's the kind of dude that's going to score the touchdowns. I think, you know, Algier will get into the one-yard line and then Patterson will run it in. So uh, it's just the volume's there for both of them that, you know, they're probably a good flex opportunity. But with so many so many teams to buy, you probably have to start him in your running back two spot here. Chicago letting up 24.85 points to the running back position over the last two weeks. So that's pretty good. It's just going to be shared between two guys, so you've got to look out for it. Um, wide receiver land for Atlanta, yeah, good luck. Uh, pick the one you think is going to score. Last week it was uh, Drake London, off 87% of snaps, and me dropping him in one of in our Twitter league. So that's probably why that happened. Has a good matchup against Chicago defense. Uh, so he's probably the one you want to start. And then Pitts, of course, 78% of the time on the field. Just not hitting on these deep passes and over-the-middle passes with Mariota just being as accurate as me with a sniper rifle. So uh, rest of the wide receivers in um, the Atlanta room, less than 50% of snaps. So I think London and Pitts are the only two you really want to play in this pass-catching uh, landscape, I suppose we'll call it. That's it for me. Yeah, that's enough Atlanta talk, eh? Absolutely. I um, don't have the show dog up. Point up. Yeah. Carolina at Baltimore. <laughs> Carolina at Baltimore. Uh, 43.5 over under. 12 point favorites to Baltimore. Um, Panthers 3 and 7. Uh, and the Ravens 6 and 3. So it's, you know, looks pretty good on paper here for the Ravens. And I think um, looking at down the injury list on this Panthers defense, there's a few questionable here. Um, for Lou. Lou. <laughs> Lou. Um, what? He's actually. <laughs> Was that, what is, <laughs> was that English? 
Yeah, it was. What's Who his name? About um, you tell me. Frank Louvu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell he's... Out. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't know. He's just a defender. That's why. Yeah. Um, he's actually the so third, rapist, third third Third-ranked uh, linebacker. And he would have been, he would have been on uh, Mark Andrews, but he's out. But this just this is just talking injuries. JC Horn's also out. This defense has got a couple of hits here. Um, but there's got this guy H Anderson. Um, he's an edge, and he's on his status is no fucking idea that R. <laughs> so we've got the IR, and there's the no fucking idea R. <laughs> I think that's so, accurate. No, nah, I think non football injury, right? Uh, so hmm. probably just you know. There's a couple of these going around. I saw a. Who uh, someone else was missing with just a bit of a mental health day. All right, so Tommy Turbo, you know, did a sprint down the, the main street of <laughs> Manly. Maybe he was back. mowing the lawn and stubbed his toe and he needs his tiny lawnmower. Uh, it's a serious injury. It is. To Sean Jackson, he's actually questionable. Um, PFF have him a grade of 91.1. That's ridiculous. Has he, has he played a game again? Has he taken? A, he's had one reception or something. Yeah, he, he probably was on the field for that one snap. He went for eighteen yards and <laughs> just left the game. Um, you know, Mark Andrews. He's actually probably the big question mark here, whether he plays or performs well. But I think that extra week off and coming off the bye um, might actually be something that's worth see him come back to his usual self, right? Um, and I think one of the key points in this matchup was that he would have been facing Luvu. Uh, who has been performing pretty well against uh, the tight end. So um, <laughs> having him questionable probably favours definitely into Andrews' hands. And I think, look, there's not much weapons outside of Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, um, likely stepped up in, in absence. And, and I think Duvernay has actually shown, like, you know, he he's the type of wide receiver that fits this this matchup. And I think all three um, are probably the key plays. At the running back, it's a bit of a gamble, right? You, you throw Gus the bus back in. Um, he's coming off. Uh, a bit of injury concern and still questionable coming into this matchup, but he has practiced. So, I mean, is Kenyon Drake going to steal the carries? Who's going to get the touchdowns? Is Lamar going to run some in? Um, it's not a backfield that I'm I'm confident in, especially coming into bye week, but if you have to play any of these guys, you're going to have to. But on the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield is the quarterback. How excited are we? I'm actually excited. Yeah? I think he's going to go back to the start of the season we talked about. You know, Baker Mayfield's going to get some touchdowns. This, this is him. DJ Moore. His head, head, head button blokes with no helmets on. Like, oh yeah, he's ready to go. He's, hey, he's fired you know, up. This is an old division rival for him. Um, That's it. The Ravens. But the Ravens also know Baker pretty well then. Uh, so it's not a confident matchup for me. I don't think, like, Ravens are, you know, they have given up yards to running backs, but they've been better teams than... Um, this Carolina team that's now changed quarterback again after not wanting to bring Baker back until PJ Walker's now a little bit injured, so they've they've subbed him. So I'm not, I'm not confident to play DJ Moore. Definitely not confident to play Terrace Marshall. Um, it's it's really you have the balls to play Foreman in a matchup uh, that's not the Atlanta Falcons, and I mean the Ravens aren't the Falcons, so probably not confident in him this mm-hmm. week either. So not great on that side, but I think there could be some points out there, um, but it's just. In, in a redraft, you need these points this week, and there's just not the, the ceiling um, opportunities for these guys. Like if DJ Moore gets a touchdown, what's he going to get, 40 yards and a touchdown? Uh, he's not going to break that 20-point 20, 20 mold. Um, you're just going to savoring a, a week if you can get in the end zone. So not much confidence here for me on the on the Carolina Panthers. So we'll move on. Well, keep talking. You're back to back oh, here. 
Yep. Who's my next? Am I back to back? Oh, nice. Cleveland so we got Buffalo. Cleveland at Buffalo, 47 point over under. Well, this is going to go definitely under with the talk of, I think, six foot of snow or something ridiculous. Do you six want to build a snowman? Something, yeah. Six I think, foot. Yeah, something. It's a ridiculous <laughs> That's me. That's me of snow. Yeah. <laughs> might be. And a bit. Me and a little less, actually. Not six inches. Six foot so. in November. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> No, all right. What, what, you're six foot? Well, six foot two. So you'd just be able to see my receding hairline at the top of it. <laughs> That's right. So I'll get the solar panel out. <laughs> That's it. I'll melt the snow with how the, all the sun's shining off my forehead. Now this this game actually with the weather is going to be very interesting. I think it really brings uh, Cleveland into it, yeah, right? Um, and, I mean, it's just going to be a grind, right? That these games don't act like the snow slows you down, allows the defenses to get a little bit closer. There's not that explosive play. You might see the Bills actually look to throw because the grinding game doesn't seem to last for them very long, but maybe it forces them. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I think Diggs did have an excellent matchup against the the, uh, the DBs of, of Cleveland, mm. but I mean, I just I think the ceiling's capped on this. We could see him have a good week still, but we're not going to see him explode like it would be a nice. Uh, palatable conditions. Um, yeah, I think maybe you see his receptions go up, the yards go down. Yeah, definitely. Thing. That's yeah. A, there's, there's not going to be, like, I mean, there could be a blown play or something like that, but that's that explosiveness comes down a little bit when you have to run through, like, whatever snows out there. But if the snow, if it's not actually snowing, it's probably not um, that big of a play. Like, the, the game's only really impacted if the snow's affecting how, how the game plays out. Like, the old, that LaShawn McCoy game where he, back in the day where he just rushed for ridiculous amount of points but he he had a couple of big runs but it was a lot of like grind grinding yeah. stuff there in buffalo so but if uh, there's one player you want to grind with right nick chubb <laughs> oh, i think yeah nick chubb's the, the player that you i think sits this matchup perfectly i think it still doesn't give him the opportunity to go he doesn't what he's always good at is he can he can just break a run uh early in the game and when he goes through the second line he's Goes to the house, right? Um, mm. And that's when he normally racks up his his massive weeks. He has a couple of big runs, uh, and they go into the end zone. So this one might limit that, but I think him seeing enough volume should be safe here. Yeah. Um, I think Gabe Davis is tough. He's got a good matchup as well, but unreliable at the moment. So if we flip, flip it over. Dawson Knox. He hasn't done much in a while. There's the ball's going to him, but there's just not any quality targets, especially with how the Bills have been performing in the red zone. Uh, if Josh Allen's throwing interceptions down there, it's not the not the opportunity for Knox to do anything. So I think we see Josh Allen rein it in this week and not be so uh reckless. Yeah, reckless is a good word. He's gonna have to they're gonna have to be conservative and, and show that he can manage a game and just beat a team instead of just trying to out outplay a team and doing some some stupid stuff that just doesn't work. He has to come back and say, um, I'm better than you, and I'm not going to let you make me make a mistake. You're going to have to – I'm just going to beat you, right? Flip it over, and then it's just basically Amari Cooper's an away game, right? So what do we know happens when he plays away? Play DBJ. Yeah, DPJ. DPJ when Cooper's away. Mm. Yeah, when the Cleveland Browns are playing away, it's time to start DPJ. And, Mm. I mean, it could be a matchup for – is Joker still healthy? Sorry? Joker, I went to check whether he was uh, healthy this week. Yeah, I haven't seen any practice reports from him, actually. Um, yeah, let me just bring that up now. I, th- I was I like, expected him to be back, right? Um, Did he play last week? Oh, no, he's, still que- he's still questionable at the moment, but I think if he plays, it could be a, 
an interesting one. I Didn't think. practice Wednesday. Yeah. Not a good sign, apparently. Yeah. 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 There's no need to rush him back in the bills in a in a match like this. So he's someone to monitor, and I think probably yeah, he's in in this snowy weather. It's not one that you're going to gamble on a lot of passing attempts, especially from a team like the Browns. So might be a little a little. This wait is probably see. this this next two days the, your last chance. That if you're a huge Deshaun Watson believer, though, um, to buy pieces of this offense if you think that that's going to be. A good thing for them, just mm. as a, a little warning. He's this is his his last suspended week. Yep, agree. Pointer. Oh yeah, I agree. Buy him. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you know one player that like Cream Hunt hasn't done much recently, and I don't okay. think this match is one that I'm going to say. Oh, see some volume from Kareem Hunt, but Deshaun Watson coming back could see a bit more involvement from. If they're moving the ball a little bit better, Kareem Hunt does give you a bit more of that, especially when they get in the red zone. They they used to use him a lot uh, yeah. more, and I haven't seen it as much lately. I haven't been as effective because the team's not really chugging along well. But bring back to Sean Watson, and if he's gets that space and can dump it off to Kareem Hunt, there's there's going to be some plays where we we see him get some more upside. So, I mean, they kept they kept Kareem Hunt not because they think they need him, but definitely because. The value they were offered in the trade market was um, less than what they think they get a comp pick for on him. So there's no worry with them not going to throw him out there. So yeah, mm-hmm. give him a go. Not this week. Not this week. But trade for him potentially. <laughs> yeah. All right, All Washington at Houston. Yep. Cool. Another winnable game for the NFC East. Um, NFC Beast. That is. Uh, Washington three and a half point road favorites. I actually think this has maybe a bit of sneaky scoring potential. And I wrote my notes very early, so I'm just going to check the over under in this game because I haven't seen it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll I, get it for I you expect you yeah a fair a fair few points in this game. This is kind of just some rubbish that kind of lines up against well against each other. Um, so I think that Washington can put up. Plenty of points. So they look far from Taylor Heinous, and uh, Terry McLaurin has <laughs> been pretty great with him. He has had uh, his targets jump to at least eight per game since he took over, and he's been a top 18 wide receiver for three of the last four weeks. So this has led to just four targets the last three weeks from Curtis Samuel. And, yeah, that that's not really great. So I, I think it, I'd be scared to start him now. He looked like a, a very safe player. Um, but uh, it's it's faded completely. So 41. you just put forty one in with his hand signal. So forty one and a half, I guess, is the over under in forty one. Forty one flat. Forty one flat is the over under. Take the over. I, I think there's plus points in this game. Um, but uh, yeah, keep an eye on Jahan Dotson. He's uh, didn't wasn't really too involved coming off injury last week, but um, if he does start to ramp it up a bit, he's got that touchdown upside every week and. Uh, Maybe if you see yeah, the involvement go up a little bit this week, he, he might be a, a, a last-second trade target to get you through the, the playoffs, but I'm not too sure about that. I haven't really looked at their schedule. Um, Logan Thomas uh, can easily goose you on any week. Uh, just avoid him at all costs. Um, with the limiting receiving options, uh, Tay-Tay Heine is a pretty weak option. He'll probably explode this week, though, and I'll be wrong, and you know what they say. Title of hindsight is uh, 2020. <laughs> so 
Uh, do you spend at all week coming up with these? Hey? Do you spend all week coming up with these? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, Pete, um, do you give him the Washington games just so you can hear these hindsight <laughs> jokes? Yeah, yeah that's exactly correct. <laughs> you, between guest and Tom, uh, I, I change it up. Yeah. Like so, it. RB there, Brian Robinson, uh, heaps of rushing volume last week. Gibson, plenty of work as well. I think they had 49 rush attempts last week. So, they're looking to run it, and what better matchup than Houston? So they're sort of like probably RB2, maybe even RB2 at the bottom end of that range normally. But uh, this week, with a couple of good running backs on by, I think they both have massive upside, and I'll probably be trying to get them into, into my lineup if you can. Um, so I, I looked at the Texans. They're the worst against running backs, which is no surprise. They give up 30 points per week to the position, which is pretty massive. Um, in Houston, start Damian Pierce. Tough to look anywhere else. There's not much volume anywhere. Uh, Pete and Moz talked Nico Collins on Monday a little bit. He had ten targets, but is I don't. So I, I I am I'm in on him this week. You're in on him. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I reckon he's is Nick Westbrook Akine, and it was a one-off, and maybe it just falls back. But I did no. say I like this game for points, and someone's got to catch yep. the ball, right? So it'd be Nico Collins. He's a great DFS player. If uh, is this game on the slate? I can't remember which game. Yeah, it is. On the slate. Uh, it's, it's definitely on, definitely on the slate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really. Uh, I might be like trying to get because there's a lot of cheap options in this game for on over on draft sides. So I think there's probably a few players you could get into your, a lot of lineups in this game and and probably be pretty happy. Nico Collins. Let's see. I'm just grabbing his uh, prices up now. Uh, oh, okay. We've got some scrolling to do here. Uh, seven thousand yeah, yeah. six hundred fifty. He's questionable yeah. according to these guys, but uh, that's that's right where you want him for you know pretty much basement. I like it. Yeah, and I I'm pretty off on Brandon Cooks really for the rest of the year. I, I don't think that he's he's mentally there. Maybe or not not so much like he's got mental problems or anything like that. He just <laughs> doesn't seem like he's he's on the same page as the team. So uh, yeah, I think I saw he didn't practice this week, yesterday or something. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be avoiding him. If you haven't already sold him, it's probably too late. So, yep. All right, anything else to add? No, that's all for me. All right, well, I'm about to go back to back here, so I uh, just need to lather the throat up. <laughs> here we go. So, first of all, it is Philly at Indy. Uh, Philly coming off the back of a surprising loss here, so this will be Philly by a 1,000. Uh, once again, dome game. No worries about weather there. Uh, Eagles are favoured on the road by 7.44 point over-under. Um, so, yeah, once again, bounce-back game for the Eagles. Interesting news during the week. Dallas got it. Uh, going to be out for a little while here. Going to IR. Um, what does that mean for the rest of this team? I think the wide receivers get a bit of a tick up. Uh, you know, most of the time you think, oh, well, Hurts is just going to run a little bit more, but I just think it's a good thing for the wide receivers. Um, Colts are giving up enough points to the running back, so uh, they're ranked 17th. So Miles Sanders is going to get some work here as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of just start all of your Philly guys, I think. with Got it going down, you can have a lot more confidence in AJ Brown. You can have a lot, lot more confidence in Devontae Smith. Uh, Jack Stoll is the guy that's probably going to come in for the uh, replacement of Dallas Got it, but there's no way you want to start him until you see if he can actually do this. He might be a very good punt play in DFS because he's going to be absolutely 
dirt cheap. So uh, if he can catch one for one and one, then you'd be cheering. But uh, yeah, look, see what happens there. Uh, Hertz didn't really uh, do himself any favours for us. He was last week. It was a chance for him to take a bit of a lead in this MVP race or at least keep up with Mahomes because... Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the key thing, keep yeah, up with Mahomes. Josh Allen didn't do, uh, didn't do too well, but uh, I think it's, it's probably Mahomes' race to win at the moment. Uh, so yeah, start all your Eagles over to the Colts side. Obviously, they're moving the ball a little bit better with, with Matt Ryan back under centre. Um, JT was back to his self last week and the Eagles have had a couple of injuries on this D-line and they're starting to leak points to the running back. Mm. So the last two weeks, they're averaging over 150 yards on the ground. So uh, JT is definitely a play this week. Don't have to worry about him coming off the back of his injury. Uh, into the wide receiver land for the Colts, Pittman and Campbell both had nine targets last week. And I'd probably say that you're going to start both of those guys. Uh, I'm, I'm semi-confident on Campbell. I'm pretty confident on Pittman. Um, even though it is against the Eagles here. Tight end landscape, don't worry about it. Uh, it's still murky. Pretty much 50-50 split between Moelle Cox and Granson. So, yeah, don't start either of those guys unless you're praying for a miracle. Uh, but, yeah, stay all your wide receivers. Start both running backs. Job done. Thanks for coming for that game. You guys disagree with anything there? No, it's amazing what happens when you lose the, the biggest, fastest human on the planet, Jordan Davis. Yeah, it's, it's all of a sudden teams can run on you, but there's a lot of uh, talent in that team, and there's a fair bit of injury, and it's really mm-hmm. showing. I think the the Philly defense that was maybe looked at as a a tough matchup early in the season is is not quite as tough as it might seem if you look at the stats over the last couple of weeks. Yep, that's exactly it. And don't just always look at your all season stats; these things get worse and get better. So, forty four point over under. Can almost see this one going over. Over 44, I think that might be bet up over the next couple of days, so just keep an eye on that. Um, and that's going to move us into our next game, which is just as fun. Uh, New York Jets at New England. Uh, fine weather. I'm always checking weather now, Poito, getting to that cold point of the mm. season where we're going to run the ball a bit more. But obviously it's chilly, but uh, fine weather. 38 points uh, for this over-under. Yes, just what we want to see, hey? Pat's favoured by three points at home, of course. Going to be a quite an interesting game here to see who is actually decent out of these two teams. The Jets have overperformed. The Pats have kind of overperformed in the last two years, if you think. Yeah, yeah. If, you are, if you want to talk about it that way. But um, I think the Pats at home, going to be pretty tough for the Jets here. Um, Zach Wilson, last time they played the Pats, it was at home, of course. But uh, he threw the ball uh, 41 times for 20 completions, 355 yards, two touchdowns. Had three interceptions along the way, but... I mean, if you can throw the ball 41 times, there's going to be some volume in the wide receiver room. But, uh, yeah, look, yet to be seen. Um, running backs, 52% of snaps for Carter two weeks ago, 40% of Robinson. Um, it's more than likely going to be a 50-50 split here. And, you know, with the Pats being a good defense, I don't think it's going to be a great game for either of them. Um, Garrett Wilson, volume is definitely there. If, the, if uh, Wilson throws 41 times again, which, you know what, they're probably going to be in it slash behind, I think the volume could be there for Garrett Wilson. Uh, Denzel Mims was on the field 83% of the snaps last time they played, but it's Denzel Mims. I don't think you really want to be starting him. In comparison to uh, Moore, everyone's favourites are probably going to not be there for too much longer in Elijah Moore, 45% of the snaps, so double the snaps almost for um, Mims versus Elijah Moore, so interesting. Corey Davis was a, did not practice on Wednesday, so who knows if he's going to be there. So the only person I'm confident in starting in the Jets' land is Garrett Wilson uh, and nobody else. So Pat's side, probably going to start Ramondre Stevenson. He's going to get his volume, kind of splitting a little bit with 
Damien Harris when he came back off his injury. And the only other wide receiver I'm capable or confident in starting is Jacoby Myers. And that is it. I think it's going to be which quarterback makes more mistakes in this game. And, and probably if you've got defenses in your league, you could play either of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Play your defenses for sure. Um, and you know what? It says 38 points. Yeah. That's Anytime you see right. a 38 point. Any, anytime you see a, a over under below 40, I think you can probably start both defenses. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So that's those two games. Let's talk some draft stars, eh? Our fantastic sponsors here. Um, jumping on board, draftstars.com.au or f- head over to the app, play all of the different lobbies they've got here. 50 cents, dollar, $10, $15, however much you want to spend, essentially. You can play on a big budget, play on a small budget, whatever you want to do. Great fun. Jump into our Discord for sure if you want some help because there is plenty of DFS action going on in there. Uh, so, Boyd, are you going to hit us with... Yeah, exactly. Our Discord just must have a, a winner every week on, on one of these $2 games. So, if you're Absolutely. into it, you don't even have to spend that much money. Just... Ask them, ask them one, <laughs> one of their lineups and put them in and see if you can split the prize with them. That's it. That's it. So, Pointy, you've got a premium play for us this week, mate. Yeah, premium play of the week is Saquon Barkley, 18 uh, He's the highest priced RB by a long way, but rightfully so. Um, yeah, we've got down here, he's as close to a short thing as you can get. Plus, he has Detroit, so you get him in there. I mean, the Detroit is a the favorable matchup in, in DFS and even just looking for anything streaming, so you put the best running back and the, the bunning back that's currently getting the most volume into this matchup. Um, for sure, there's going to be some points to have here. So good chance of him doubling that price. Uh, I mean, it's a premium play for a reason. You've got to pay up to get it, but this is a guy that can put up a lot of points. It's, it's Saquon Barkley against Detroit. Absolutely. This is a smash play. Absolute smash play. Agreed. We'll, we'll get to what just happened in a second. The trade just went down in our main league. But uh, uh, I've got, do you want to give the fade? Yeah. I've got the fade. Joe Mixon, $13,870. Steelers have been pretty decent against the run the last few weeks. Uh, they've had some injection of TJ Watt back into this lineup, which doesn't help, uh, sorry, hurt their defense at all. Third best against the run in the last four weeks. Uh, Kamara actually struggled pretty big time against them last week as well. So I think uh, Joe Mixon, divisional game, uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a, a slog. And I think he might struggle. I don't think you're going to get the 50-point week that you got the other week. Um, and at 13,870, I think there's players below that are going to be a little bit, uh, or a little bit more consistent volume, more yards, touchdowns galore. But uh, yeah, Joe Mixon's my fate of the week. We're all a little bit distracted at the moment. You've got a value for us, mate. Yeah, value here is uh, we were going to go with Justin Fields. He's at. Uh... 13,030, which is less than Russell Wilson somehow. I think he's just going to be in every single lineup, so it was a bit too obvious. So yeah. <laughs> we've gone to the next most obvious one, who's Brian Robinson <laughs> up against the Texans, $8,000, pretty much uh, rock bottom price for running back. Um, uh, 26 carries last week, went for 86 yards and a touchdown against the Eagles. Easier matchup there can't be. So huge upside this week. They look like they want to give him the carries when the game script's sort of uh, neutral or when they're ahead, which looks likely for Washington. So get him in, um, helps you save and pay up for Saquon and the other running back spot. Yep, get on to Draft Stars, of course. Um, more help. Jump over to the TFL podcast after you've listened to this one. They do all of the DFS, the high matchups, all of the good matchups. They find some good plays. They keep winning the bloody mini and micro, so they must know something that we don't. Uh, so jump over to the TFL podcast. They do a great job. And, of course, if you have any problems gambling, 1-800-858-858 uh, to get that back under control. 
but of course, 50 cents is not so much, but you know, you know, people get addicted to this stuff. So call that number if you need any help. There's always someone to talk to. So, so boys, uh, did you have 30 seconds to look at that trade or? Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's an absolute classic from, uh, our mate Gerg, uh, fam- famously used to write in all the time, but, uh, just, He's going for it, then he's trading away his best player, then he's going for it again, then he's drafted young wide receiver. So he's gone and traded away Austin Eckler, Darnell Mooney, and Deonta Foreman to yourself, Christopher Morris. For yeah, made a move. Ramondre Stevenson, a 2024 first, and a 2025 first, and a 2025 third, which uh, I can't think of a like a 2025 fourth, I guess, but like, there's not much less valuable uh, pieces than that. Not sure how, how that got in there. And Foreman was the last minute throw in too that I was a little bit uh, feeling bad giving up three firsts because I think Stevens is the first as well. So Fair enough. Uh, yeah, this one certainly took me by surprise. Uh, Greg play, basically plays the bottom three teams in the league to, or four teams to finish the season out. So he's all but assured a spot in the playoffs and he, he goes and trades away a player that he bought two weeks ago um, to make a playoff run and has won him a bunch of games. So not really sure what he's thinking here, but beyond that, I think it is a pretty good value get from other we'll than give you any that context that's so far away. To talk about what he offered me. Do you want to know that? Yeah, hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with yeah, it. so I, I was offered Eckler, Campbell, and a second for DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, and Dalton Schultz. Okay. I don't think I don't think it was a I don't think it was a terrible offer. That's such a different trade though. Like yes. First, the other one was uh, players. Yeah, I just I'm not sure what he's going for. Is it playoff matchups or he just doesn't like the team? Well, I think the fact early. that he, he he gave up a running back uh, and probably Foreman, who's someone that isn't going to be any value come next season. Um, Mooney's probably you know in that spot that holds some upside, but. You know, just not. He's always he going to be on a roster, but he's never going to be worth yeah. it. Um, but and then he and he gets he gets Stephenson back, who's just been great as well to start. Like he doesn't lose. Like he can fill that spot. He has players to fill. He's not starter depleted. Like he does lose Eckler, who's great, but it's not like he's given up for like Foreman, like Eckler for Foreman. He's got Stephenson back, so still keeps him in at the chance of pushing for this playoffs. But I think push cups to shove at the end of the year. Um, you might be thinking, oh. Would have rather Austin Eckler. Yeah, I wish I this. had Eckler in my yeah. lineup for this playoff matchup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, there is a condition on this trade. It says uh, you have to. What was it again? Um, you need to complement my fantasy ability. So here comes your compliment, uh, Gerg. You are very good at sending trade offers. That's it. That's your compliment. <laughs> <laughs> if if you ever want to get into a league with someone who you know you're going to get trade offers from, Gerg. Yeah, Gerg's uh, very active. Yeah, great. That, you got to give it to him. I'd rather play with Gerg than, like, at least I know there's a game. He's playing the game. Maybe he plays it his own way. And, and like, look, there's some trades he, he you're going to hit some, you're going to miss. But you probably look back and say, oh, Greg's missed on some trades. But he's hit on some good ones too. But when the volume's high, and you sit back at someone else and like, oh, have they ever made a trade? But you forget, like, they're the same level of win-loss ratio. Uh, it's only because there's... Probably a... Terry's hammy this week. I was, week I was about to say, yeah. he's yeah. going to go down this week and I'm going to be like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> at least you yeah. got Foreman. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Got him. Got him good. All right, let's keep rolling through these matchups. So we're not here all night. It's LA Rams at New Orleans Buddha. Well, this one's going to be a, a bore fest, I think. Um, look, the Rams aren't doing too good. Six and three, and the Saints aren't doing any better. It's thirty point eight, thirty eight point five. Sorry, uh, 
with New Orleans actually the favorite yeah. in this one. Yeah. Stafford is back at training this week, but you know, the main dude, Cooper Cup, IR, right? That's that's huge. Yeah. Um, what are the Rams without Cooper Cup is really one of the great questions. And I just don't like can they can, maybe maybe actually losing Cup might form force them to to play. The problem something. is they just keep losing offensive linemen with it. Yeah. So this is going to be a disaster for them, I think. I think there's just – they're a team that was never balanced, and that's that shows up to them now. Like, they never tried to be more balanced. They just were like, well, let's just keep feeding Cooper and see what, what happens, and it's not really played off. So it's tough for me to come any further and say, look, Alan Robinson, he's got a tough matchup. Projected um, 40 snaps, but it's an average matchup against the cornerbacks of – the Saints and the Saints defense has been pretty good at just making it difficult for teams. Van Jefferson, again, he hasn't really been on the field much lately coming back. We've got old Peter Stranesky, uh, aka um, Ben Skoronsky. Skoronic. Skoronic, yeah. Um, he's, he's gone even worse. Like, I mean, people are picking him up this week, and I, and I agree on picking him up, right? But confidence, confidence to start him is definitely. His role's a Real little different, game. so his, his snap share is misleading. That's all. That's yeah. my only warning. Yeah, he I think a little bit. I mean, I think yep. you could see him come out in a few weeks' time, getting a bit like a bit more reliability, and he might be one of those players. But I'm just hold it off this week. Um, don't pull the trigger too early. That's going to be the question: is what are they going to do with these? They've where's their? They've got two running backs. They've got Henderson, Acres, and now Kyron Williams in there. They've so they they have a backfield that if they can scheme a game up to try and run the ball, it could be how to beat them is through the ground. The Saints are strong there, but the Rams have to do something with this run game to to give them something. Like, and I think it could be a week we see some some work from Kyron Williams. He actually outsnapped Akers last week. Um, got a few pad catches. So he's worth definitely, especially in your redraft leaves, keeping an eye on. Uh, I don't know if he's ready quite worthy of picking up unless you're real desperate. I picked him up in the Twitter league because I am literally am really desperate after Khalil <laughs> Herbert went to IR. So get him in. Um, but I think this could be, I don't see the upside of one of these guys being a lead unless it's the pass game. They're going to want to pass it to the back. So that's why I think, I think Kyron Williams could be the guy that has some value in this offense. Especially with this, like they're not making the playoffs. They know that now. Mm. Like, so this is, a chance for them to see what they got in a, a late sort of late round draft pick that fell in the draft thanks largely to a 40 time, I think. So mm. he could yeah, still definitely. be a good player. I mean, we liked his, his tape, right? Yeah, yeah. We, well, we Certainly Chris Morris loved him, right? You were real yeah. high on him before that uh, combine. Yeah, exactly right. All right, flipping it over, it's uh, Chris Olave, right? He's the, he's the weapon on the Saints offense. What do we think... Um, it's, it's a tougher matchup, like Jalen Ramsey, but I still think they're going to have to throw the ball. Who's the quarterback? Who Who is the quarterback this week? Have they come in and announced it? They said Dalton. Yeah, but my goodness, why about. is Winston yeah. not going on the field? But I feel like is 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 the week – maybe maybe it's like the week we throw Winston out might not be the best week to throw him out against Aaron Donald uh, and just start with that. But I mean, Dalton's going to get sacked 57 times as well, so he might as well just um, throw someone to the Wolves. I think they're in a they they don't look very good the Saints and I I was listening to a, another pod this week where they were talking about how the Saints recover and and really there's this talk of Sean Payton being traded for a first round pick and like a coach for a first round pick and excuse me didn't yeah. even know that was possible because yeah. <laughs> he's still actually thing? he's still under contract with the yeah. Saints but um there's like there's teams there's talk that a team would 
this first round picks the range. And I'm not saying that's the range that someone's going to pay for it, but that's the talking range they want to get for trading this coach. And I was like, if you can trade a coach for a first round pick, that's that's ridiculous. But even if it's a second round pick, like they need they need something to bring them back in because they've so far ahead, so far in the negative um, from the Drew Brees era, and even now they they just have all yeah, these problems. Took, they took that swing right on you know, trying to get Alave this year because they Mm. thought they were a competitor and no one thought they were going to be this bad, but it really swung the wrong way. It's it's currently four overall for the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles, which is just straight up unfair. And um, yeah, it's it's (laughs) really come back to to bite them in the ass. I think this is the the tale of the two teams that are in just a total disaster this offseason. I think one of my favorite podcasts, the NFL Stock Exchange, um, have been harping on about it a lot, but it's um, the Rams were willing to trade two firsts to the Carolina Panthers and they thought they were one player away. And you're just like, how did they assess their roster and think we can just give up our entire future? Um, Yeah. Both these coaching staffs are desperate to have one last go because I think they're all just gone soon to, for the whole organization to rebuild. Anyways, we're doing matchups, so uh, I guess we'll carry <laughs> that's on. That's all right. That's all right. I don't no, it's a good chat. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I think, like, you know. Please put Winston out there. Yeah. Are you going to play Alvin Kamara? Like, who else are you going to? Who's the, who's the only play that's oh, safe? I, and so, I think I bet he's are you confident in Olave or he's just the upside's no. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think he, he does have the upside. I can, You can't. You probably can't see. Targets have gone down. Dalton is not helping. I don't understand the Dalton thing, but whatever. Is he two and five or something since he's been a starter? Like, he's not doing you any favors. You might as well try something else. Yeah, that one place in Hill was good as well. No. Like when he had some weeks. (laughs) They haven't used him again, so don't. Don't rely on that. There's nothing. There's nothing else in this offense that's worth it. It's it's Alave and Kamara on the Saints, and I think both of them are in that position of, you know, you're gonna wherever you have them. You're going to need to play both of them. I, I like Kamara. I do think Kamara has a. He's going to see so much volume that if he gets a couple of big plays or gets anything of use out of it, you'll have a good week. So, um, yeah, this one was my my worst. Like normally, you think, oh, the Rams is a good matchup to do, but no, <laughs> no Cooper Cup. Um, mm. They're pretty much the. I don't know what's a, the LA Lambs. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're no longer ran their baby version of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like I gotcha, it. gotcha, I gotcha. I Except like they're it. all really old. No, Tom would have got that. Tom would have got that joke. It's a farmer <laughs> thing. I did it for you. Tom. I was, for some reason, I was I was on a CD lamb. But anyway, all right. Detroit and New York. Yep. So Detroit, uh, MetLife Stadium versus. <laughs> How yeah. is that drop not in in your studio, Moz? Yeah, we because uh, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I haven't recorded it yet. It's coming soon. Uh, Can you play that that thirty minute clapping one that you have? <laughs> oh yeah, the eight minute one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, uh, really looking like a, a winnable game for the Giants. Three and a half point favorites, uh, which is my theme of the day. That's been my uh, line for every single game so far. Do you reckon it goes off the inches of your penis? <laughs> yeah, three and a half. Nice, yep. nailed it. Uh, have a have a chance to go eight and two here, the Giants, with a pretty disappointing <laughs> Detroit Lions team. Uh, I think this is a pretty tough matchup for the Giants, though, because the Lions can score some points, and uh, the Giants 
they're still scoring like more than 20 up to sort of 27 a week, which is more than maybe I thought they were scoring from looking at it at a distance. But I am a little bit worried that Detroit just scored too many points here for the Giants. Um, they like to keep it close, play mistake-free and just kind of grind out a win like the Patriots used to do. Um, Slayton, definitely the best upside at wide receiver for me. Uh, looks the best play despite Wondell Robinson's fantasy popularity. Um, his workload's not there and his targets are real low value. So Slayton would probably be the only wide receiver I'd be starting from the Giants. Um, Saquon, da, 35 carries last week. Are you kidding me? Uh, and then Daniel Jones, I, I probably kind of like him this week. Uh, number one best quarterback matchup, so that's pretty great. Uh, he's got that rushing upside. He runs in some touchdowns, which I kind of like him for this week. So I think uh, Daniel Jones is, is would be pretty close to my top 12 this week, and I think he's probably a play. Uh, yeah, so basically just anyone that you were thinking about playing for the Giants, you should definitely play this week because Detroit are the worst matchup in just about every single category. What's I don't like golf this week. Uh, I'm on my St. Brown's really the only obvious start for me. Uh, running back Swift just isn't on the field right now. He's not hundred percent and you can't confidently start him at all. Jamal Williams getting the most walk by far um, and just keep scoring touchdowns, but he's a Justin big dog. Jackson even snuck in last week uh, yep. for a bit of play to just ruin everyone's upside. So hopefully he just goes away to be honest. Uh, and there's just no good tight ends in play on either of these teams. I, I couldn't even tell you who they were other than the fact that Brock Wright got picked up in every single Dynasty League. and He, he scored. scored. He scored a touchdown last week. but I think He, he was, was the right guy. It was his only target. So uh, no, his no. targets are one per game. So, uh, yeah, just basically you're looking there at Slayton, Giants Slayton upside. I'm on St. Brown. It was Daniel Bellinger, but uh, he's out. So it's a, it's a yes, cast so of now. random guys. Uh, we got here, uh, Lawrence Cager, Tanner Hudson, and Tanner. Chris Myrick. All the guys yeah, I've heard just, of before. Just nobody. To, you can't start their Titans, but maybe, I guess, if you found them by scrolling for about 20 minutes in DFS, just guess which one might score a touchdown because, like I said, this is a good matchup for everyone. So, yeah, that's all I got for this one. All righty. Go, go Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Vegas at Denver, Poitiers at Denver Broncos, 41 point over under. Broncos are three point favorites at home. What a shit fight of a game is my first line that I wrote down here. Oh, he's got a New York Giants hat balancing on his microphone. Oh, his headphones even. I like it. Uh, this should be a good week for Russell Wilson, right? I mean, it's the Raiders. The quarterbacks score points against the Raiders, but then it's Russell Wilson. So, ooh, who knows? So, start for the Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams was limited in practice today, but apparently, according to BFF, he has the third best matchup, which surprises me because the Broncos' defense is pretty much just shutting down everybody. So, I don't know how that works. <laughs> they have an outstanding quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mac Collins <laughs> is on the field all the time, uh, but hasn't been doing much recently. Uh, and once again, it's the Broncos. So I think you're going to have to be uh, sitting at that bloke just to look at his snap percentage for the entire year. Uh, you would, you stupid bloody app. Hang on. <laughs> let me get it. It's absurd. He's on the field like all the time. Uh, yeah. What are we looking at? He hasn't gone under 80% in any single game, but he also hasn't been catching 
balls. So that's a shame. But he was on there 96% of the time last week. I mean, he, they're not going to start him, but who knows. Uh, Foster Moreau, tight end last week in replacement for Darren Waller, who has gone to IR. I actually think he can do worse than Foster Moreau. So look look to him if you need a bit of a cheap play on DFS and maybe you need a bit of a spot start. I think they're going to need to throw the ball somehow. And uh, Foster Moreau might be the guy there. Uh, let's look at the running back position. Here, Henry was shut down last week by the Denver Broncos. 90 carries, only 53 yards, but then ETN feasted. So that does kind of just counteract it. So that means Josh Jacobs, uh, yeah, look, yeah, he, he might do something. So, yep, don't sit him. Don't look for him as a wide receiver one this week. So uh, Broncos, <sighs> I mean, this is supposed to be a good matchup, and I just don't know what to say. Judy did not practice. Hamler did not practice. Uh, even the fourth wide receiver hint in limited practice. Uh, running backs, it's just all yuck. There's three of them. They don't know what to do with him. Just chuck in the day. Greg D. What about? Uh, oh, right. I, I thought we were just talking about now. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all just a bit gross. Gordon Dutton, I mean, you've got to start him because it's the Raiders. But, I mean, you've got to look and see what happens with these practice reports. If if they are good to go, uh, Jerry Judy would be a start. Um, yeah, Greg D, like everyone would say, oh, he's going to be the next tight end four. Like, you know, you shit the bed last week as well. So who bloody knows it's going to happen. But it is the Raiders. The Raiders are giving up points to every position. So it's supposed to be a good matchup. <sighs> I don't know. The Broncos suck, Duke. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess start Devontae Adams and hope that he scores 15 points. Um, start Josh Jacobs and start Cortland Sutton. They're the three I'm really confident in the rest of them. <laughs> Not so much. All right. Pointer, Dallas at Minnesota. Yeah, this one's back actually... again. What's going on? Did you just give yourself all the back-to-backs today? No, because I think I took Buddy Tom's games out and had two next <laughs> to each other. Um yeah, this one's a good matchup, actually. Come on, this is yep. game one of the this games is, of the week here. Yeah, I think this is the game of the week for me. Yeah. Four point, uh, 47.5 uh, with Dallas one-point favorite here. So, I mean, that's a bit interesting when the Vikes are 8-1, the Cowboys 6-3. They're not 8-1. They're NFC beast. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be 8-1. They're a team that just – their defense is a bit underrated, I think, at times. Um they've When they can keep it in the game, and maybe they don't do it all game, but when it comes to the end, there's some plays that sort of – Stand out and look up. Patrick Peterson might get beat a few times, but when there's a big game on the line. Favorite movie of all time, discuss. Um, oh, look, we're doing a podcast here at the moment, Mines. I don't know if we've already got time to discuss that that question, but we might throw it out on, on Twitter later. Oh, we've got, we got another one come through. Um, uh, greatest building... <laughs> 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 Greatest blonde Aussie something. Aussie sports star named Shane. Are they just trying to get him in to say Shane Warner? What's going on? Anyways, Sean. What's the question? <laughs> no one likes it. Anyway, All right, back to, back, to, back to sports here. Um, yeah, look, where were they? Hand, 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 hand. Yeah, a sports question. <laughs> Stop derailing the podcast. Let's yeah, sorry, my talk. Look, Bye-bye. let's come back to some, some injuries here. Zeke's probably the big one uh, for the Cowboys. If... if if Zeke's out again, Tony Pollard is just hot, right? Um, get him in there. I mean, I don't know. I actually don't know what he looks like. <laughs> you don't know what Tony Pollard looks like? Yeah. I don't okay. want don't, don't to say. Yeah, Justin Jefferson's actually popped up on the, the injury report. Anyone worried about Has him? Has he really? Yeah, just a bit questionable. Just a shoulder from... No, nah, I think, yeah. His ball's got Burnt too after that. that, 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 that <laughs> he's got a, he's he's got a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, he's got a wheelbarrow around. <laughs> Daniel, because uh, that's a come and bring it over to the Vikings. Maybe we need a, like a printer medium-sized wheelbarrow to oh, carry some balls around. 
we'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. For yep. um, get these guys back. Well, that's what we want them. We want them playing. And if, if yep. their balls are getting too big, need to be carried around. We'll get them a wheelbarrow to get them back on the field <laughs> as fast as possible. <laughs> I mean, for this matchup, Lamb's Lamb's great for me. Um, projecting forty-two snaps for him, so something real juicy. And I think. I mean, everyone loves Lamb. It's not Australia yet, but get your Lamb out. <laughs> We should do a Sam Kekovic, uh CD Lamb bit one day. Oh, we, I reckon we could probably afford Sam Kekovic to do an ad for us on CD Lamb. <laughs> I think, you know, Gallup's been getting um, snaps out there, but the, the volume of targets just isn't quite uh, in the range where you're confident to be able to play him. So, I mean, <laughs> let him gallop to your sideline and, and let oh, him yeah. there. Sergeant Schultz, um, he's actually been... He's been a great... <laughs> He's been a great. Absolutely lost it. (laughs) Sam Kagovic. I've thought about him since Australia Day ten years ago. Oh, who knows? He's gone. (laughs) Oh, look, look. Back to some serious stuff. Um, I think this is a good matchup for for Dalton Schultz as well. So there's going to be points in this game. I think this one could be over for sure. Um, It'd be safe. Overseas listeners, right now, what are these guys talking about? (laughs) (sighs) Look, flip it on the other side of the ball. The Cooks a start. Drew Jeff, get him out there and play him. Like you can't just sit one of the best riders series in the game. And I think Hawkinson's been very, very good for them. And a and a quick addition to actually getting involvement. So he's actually has sort of hindered a little bit of feeling. So he's a bit more of a a riskier uh, play. But I think in this matchup with the points, there should be enough to support the, the chance at least for all three of these guys to to have That's a decent them. matchup. So so instead think, of hooked on a feeling, is it now hocked on a feeling? Yeah. Ooh. That's a good you would team say, name. Yeah, can't, on a feeling. Mm. Until he yeah. retires this afternoon. I can't fit, I can't fit Jefferson <laughs> on there. So. Do you reckon Thielen is close to retiring or he's, he's going to do like that? Um, He'll do the Larry Fitzgerald job. Yeah, might go to – he'll stay there and just retire a Viking or he's going to go – Yeah, I think he'll retire a Viking. You know, I think Patriots like there. Mm, they do like a white, white uh, yeah. slot receiver. Yeah. Am I back to back here again? That's right, yeah. damn it. Uh, so, <laughs> so hang on, who are you starting? No, I'm kidding. Go. I've pretty much this matchup, everyone. Start everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Start everybody, including Noah Brown. And Dallas Stevens. Uh, maybe not Dallas Stevens. If Anthony Barr plays, maybe, but if not. Kickers, start them. Uh, kick him. I don't even know who the kickers are. Joseph and someone. Maher. Maher, yeah. Since you had Pitt. Since at Pitt, uh, 41 point. Over under here uh, with Cincy five point favourites. Uh, Tom's Bengals five and four, and this is three and six still as our fifth. That just, um, I mean, they got the win last week, right? But they just didn't look like one of these top teams or a team that can come against. Them. I think the Bengals are surely favoured and have my. I think the safety on this map is going to be Joe Mixon. Like um, fade he's him. been getting fade him. It was fade him. Oh, oh, we faded him, did we? Huh? <laughs> Peter clearly wrote this before we did our DFS segment. Yeah, I did do it. And I think I'm going to say we'll we'll um, fade him, but we'll play him. So DFS price fade him, but in, in fantasy you're going to have to throw Mixon out there. Um, Higgins has an excellent matchup against uh, the Steelers secondary, and you know who has a better one? Tyler Boyd. So both these mm. guys should be out of feast. Uh, the question is, are they both going to, or is they going to give Joe Mixon five touchdowns? Um, Again, so <laughs> it's never gonna happen again. Not happen again? Never again. Yeah, I think this is a Joe Burrow week. Yeah, this a, could be definitely. Yep. Uh, even Hurst has a good matchup, but I think um, mm. they all three of these guys and 
if it's that's the way they're going to be, if they're going to force him to shut down Mixon and play with these receivers. Um, yeah, look, I think all three of them have have a good chance of scoring points, and I think the Bengals. This is a matchup they need to win. Um, like there's, there's pressure on them, right? Five and four is not a safe win here, and this is a tough divisional matchup. The Bengals are going to have to come out and, and play strong. So put the money on that. But I think on the other side of the ball is where it gets tough. Um, Harris had a – he actually looked a little bit better last week. Um, he saw a lot of more of the work, but, but Warren was still there. So he's, he's still Harris in that – got a, an injury, I think, on mm. the report as well. He's maybe yeah. limited in practice this week. So. Oh, this one's tough then. You're going to have to go between the two – the two wide receivers in Johnson and Pickens. And I think maybe Frymuth um, might have the the matchup, but there's just not the, the volume of targets there. Pickens did see a bit of an uptick last week, so it might be one to, to monitor, but it's a bit of a gamble to play these guys with any any confidence outside of maybe if you're thinking it's your wide receiver three or your flex spot you're throwing in there. Um, but So he did practice fully, sorry, just as an update. He was, mm. But he's dealing mm. with some yeah, knee discomfort. But, of mm. course, Pete's contractually obligated to, say, play Najee Harris. Yeah, it's definitely in there. I think um, he actually had a couple of really good runs last week where I thought, oh, that I hadn't seen that from Harris. It hadn't been like to just a shit right at the back of your, your, your O-line and go for nowhere. He They found ways to, to, to use his explosiveness and get him involved. Um, and maybe that was just giving Warren a bit more of the, the hard work and trying to really use Harris in some more effective plays and, and really scheme it up. So hopefully we see a bit more of that. They're going to have to use Harris to beat, if, if any chance of beating this yep. Bengals, who are also a very good... And um, an important game for the Bengals. Run defense, right? yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think this this one could be good, but I, I definitely see that this one's staying closer to the, the mark as opposed to going over. I'm, I probably yep. think unders here, but, oh, I mean, look, it's a, it's a fantasy relevant matchup because I think Higgins and Boyd are two players that are just, they've had really good weeks before and now it's the crunch time and we need to see them perform. Hopefully we, we see that out of this Cincinnati team. Yeah, we'll continue on our, our game of the week thread because I think we the last four games in this slate are, are the best four games for me. Uh, we got Kansas City versus the LA Chargers in LA. So just scrolled all the way to the top randomly. Pat Mahomes uh, just on another level right now. He's, He's uh, a freak, man. He's over a freak. 20 for six weeks in a row, 30-plus in three of those weeks fantasy scoring, that is. Um, just He's the fantasy QB one. I heard someone talking about this, and I, I don't remember who it was. I was on a podcast I was listening to, and it was like, fantasy tier one is Josh Allen, and then maybe two is hers. And I was like, Mahomes, man. Mahomes is clearly maybe even above Josh Allen in fantasy at the moment. He's scoring out of control at the moment. I think it's really just flying under the radar. Um, anyways, doesn't really translate into one receiver option somehow because uh, spreads the ball they're all kind of injured and he spreads the ball around, so... It does make it a little bit interesting for Kadarius Tony with basically all the other wide receivers on the injury report. And his snap share jumped from 9% in his first game with the Chiefs up to 44% last week. And I think that'll continue to kind of creep up. I think they brought him in to hopefully replace Miko Hardman in the offseason. And he's immediately had an impact last week. So I think they're very happy with that trade at the moment and they're hoping it keeps going. Um, Juju and Hardman both look like they maybe will miss this game, but maybe won't miss this game. So it's, it's pretty hard to know what's going to happen. Uh, Juju there. got fucked, man. He, he, yeah, he better got, miss this game. He got he, hammered. He should miss this game. Yeah. Um, and I, I haven't seen an update on Hardman recently, but I think limited and, and not sure. Uh, 
MVS is probably worth sideways glance in this game um, with a with a not a lot of other competition, and uh, there is pretty big downside with MVS every week. Uh, he seems to be a, a big bust candidate. And then I just check my notes. All I have written down is just Kelsey. Um, so let's just move on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At running back, Kadarius Tony mentioned. Yeah, yeah, for about yeah, half, about yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. probably two minutes. The content of this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just making sure we call him. Yeah, uh, at running back, C E H is D E D dead. Uh, right, look like they put in a a waiver claim for Eno Benjamin. I think yeah. so you wonder if they're actually just straight going to cut Clyde Edwards there. Um, pretty wild. Even the waiver claims for him. Yeah, uh, Jerry McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco just. This team doesn't run the ball right. Uh, they, they score by passing. They catch up by passing. They kill the clock by passing. They get ahead by passing. That, that's all they want to do. Um, they're fourth in par- pass rate overall, um, 65% of the time. So it really leaves just very little for a three-way timeshare where you've got uh, Jarek McKinnon catching all the passes, Clyde, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire getting occasional end zone looks just to ruin any upside at all and Isaiah Pacheco just running between the 20s and getting 60 yards there's just no value at all and you you can't start them at all um the Chargers side of the ball I think they're going to need to score points this week so for me I just like whoever's going to play but it's really hard to know who is going to play still at this stage of the week so I'm I'm watching to see what's going on with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams whether you want to then stick Palmer in if both of them are out or um, Gerald Everett looks like a real strong play as, as one of those, like that next tier of tight ends after Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews, which is, I think the, the top tier at the moment. And then you're sort of looking at the the volume guys of Schultz and that kind of player, but um, Gerald Everett's definitely up there with those kind of guys. So um, I think you probably want to be starting him unless he's somehow on your roster with Kelsey. Um, and Austin Eckler's just like every, every week, right? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 like, Come on, say Austin Eckler's name. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Fade, fade. Yeah. Fade. Fade. Probably, probably going to lose you the league. Yeah. Um, definitely going to. Look, yeah. my main reason for fading Austin Eckler this week is that discussion of like doing a hammy um, or, you know. <laughs> We've tackle. willed it into existence. So you know what? See these ones? Chris Morris sticks up both middle fingers for the audience. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, last game, San Francisco, Arizona. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's go to Mexico, play some football, get some burritos and drink some Coronas. That's really very stereotypical, and I apologize to all that. Can we watch Fast and the Furious? Oh, wow. Yeah, we could probably do that as well. But, yeah, Too look, over in Mexico, let's take an Arizona home game away because they can't play well at home, and let's see if they can play better in a completely different country. Uh, so, yeah, it's a smart, smart, uh, smart, smart decision from the Cardinals. Is, it, is, there no, is Call of Duty not allowed to be played in Mexico? Is that raising one again? I think the next Call of Duty is Call of Duty Mexico, so who knows? Uh, but, uh, look, it's, it's in a domed stadium called Estadio Azteca, so get ready mm. for that. Uh, it's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy either way, so who cares? But uh, Monday Night Football here, prime-time game. It's 49ers, eight-point away favourites, reason being... But Kyler Murray is still questionable. There is a 43-point over-under, which is usually pretty low for a Cardinals game. Uh, yeah, so once again, Kyler questionable with his hamstring. Uh, and even if it is Colt McCoy, he was quite serviceable last week against the LA Rams. So I think you could do worse with the uh, the options outside of Colt McCoy. 
Um, you don't have to stress too much about the Hopkins and uh, the Rondell Moores. They'll get their volume. Uh, I think they are definitely starts, as opposed to that bloke Connor against the 49ers. And I think they're going to be trailing here. Um, a little bit hesitant, even though he played 96% of snaps last week and now that Eno Benjamin is out the door. But then who the hell else are they going to use? Keontae Ingram is the third or second guy now. Uh, I don't think you're going to see too much volume from him. So, look, I think you're going to have to start uh, James Conner just on pure volume and snap percentage uh, in that backfield. But don't expect two touchdowns again like he had last week. Uh, Trey McBride is going to be on the field a lot. He was on the field 91% of the snaps last week when Ertz went down. Uh, he might be able to jag a couple of catches, maybe even get into the end zone. If he's lucky, he was one of those dudes. We just don't understand why the Cardinals weren't using him. Now they're kind of forced to. Let's hope they actually scheme him into the game and give him some plays. So uh, it is a quite a negative matchup for the tight end, but so look out for that. Check I think they just love to get so it. many wide receivers on the field that they don't have a lot of room for two tight end sets. And then they drafted a tight end that's really a tight end, and they've got a tight end mm. that's really a tight end, so they're kind of screwed there. What the bloody hell is going on here? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's not a dome. There's a dome on whatever the web... Is it a dome? Well, there's a... Is it a dome? Or oh, maybe there's lights up there. Yeah, well, we're just looking live at a... Uh, and then you look at that street picture, that's definitely, that that's definitely not a, a dome. I don't know why this bloody weather site's telling me that. Maybe you can close maybe it. Maybe it's retractable. Oh, yeah. that's a guy. Yeah. He's got the, the beer tray. <laughs> He's got his beer tray. Oh, it's all his Coronas. So, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, yes, um, yeah, San Francisco, you just start everyone. Um, they're scheming in all their options from Elijah Mitchell to Brendan Ayuk to... Bloody that other dude that they traded for that no one knows. Christian McCaffrey, never heard of her. Uh, and then Debo obviously gets his. Kittle, well, I mean, it's the tight end against Arizona, right? That's the, the, the narrative. Look, uh, I, I got a better argument on um, George Kittle for and not the tight end. It's it's Jorge playing in Mexico. Uh, nice. Ah, Jorge. Yeah, sorry. Jorge <laughs> Kittle. Uh, yeah, definitely start, <laughs> definitely start Jorge Kittle. Uh, he's going <laughs> to slip monster game. Uh, yeah, Jorge just, Kittle. Uh, Jorge Kittle. Yeah, look, he, he hasn't done what you would hope from Jorge Kitley, uh, but look, it's the Cardinals. The tight end matchup is the way to go. I'm um, actually uh, really bullish on the Cardinals' defense coming into the second half of the year. They're playing pretty well. They should have had three back-to-back uh, defensive scores, but can't remember what happened last week that jagged one away from them. But uh, yeah, look, pick them up. They've got a good run into the, the early parts of the playoffs as well, so look out for that. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. If I, I, you know, if, if Murray's there, you're going to see this is probably going to go up in terms of the over-under. Uh, but if it's Scott McCoy, there's definitely no risk for any of these weapons. Just uh, He's not going to score you know, 25 points because he doesn't rush as much as Murray, but uh, he's definitely serviceable. So it's going to be a fun game. I mean, Arizona need to win. San Francisco can pretty much take the division with a win here, so it's going to be very competitive uh, in a, a completely different country, which is always fun. So get ready for some fiesta. Arriba. Arriba, arriba. Hey, 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 hey. All right, let's go. We're done. Where are we going? To oh, we're finished. Podcast. Yeah, 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 we're finished. Yes, absolutely. Follow us on the social medias. Better on the plane. Views. Yeah. You're going to Mexico. Are yeah. we? I'm off, yeah. off yep. our Draft yep. Stars no, winnings. Yeah. Yep, draftstars.com.au. Jump over there, play some DFS, hit up the TFL podcast for some more help on that. Hit up all of our other podcasts because, you know, we love you guys and we love the listeners. And thanks, Greg, for the trade. Let's get out of here. Someone's going to say Tulu this time. Uh, also, how good <laughs> I was the trying to think of what um, what the goodbye was in Mexico, Mexican, but I have no idea. Yeah. Goodbye in 
Spanish. Oh, it's Spanish. <laughs> it's andale, andale. Arriba, arriba. Adios, how stupid are we? Yeah, 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 cool. Adios, amigos. That's Goodbye. Good so American. long. Goodbye. Adios. You were finished already, right? Oh, yeah, we pressed stop, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, how about that Greg bloke? What a shit trade. Right. <laughs>